This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Ticket Movie Microscope. Today's episode is live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the metallic, scintillating, wet, bearded behind the ears, spiked, bioluminescent, cryogenically frozen, and salad-induced Mr. Justin Waddell. What's going on, my man? I had some salad tonight. That's right. I love fat salad. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's just like... like uh, Big ball of fat with a piece of lettuce on it. You can make your salads pretty uh, pretty high in calorie, Nick. I don't know if I can zoom in this hard this early. Uh, you got to watch it sometimes. You think you're eating healthy like a rabbit, but really you're down in some major calories. I wanted to yeah. ask you a quick question. You watching Get Back, the Beatles doc? I'm done with finish? it. You yeah. finished it. What'd you yeah. think? It's a brilliant beautiful enriching and sad delight because i was thinking because i haven't seen it yet and i've read about it and i know people that are loving on it you think they'd maybe ever consider doing something like that you know focused on the behind the scenes of the movie microscope <laughs> they get people get to see how the magic is conjured well i i'd like to think 50 years from now somebody will unearth all that and uh they're like man one of the best podcasts of all time it wasn't as easy as it looked and who's the mccartney and who's the Lennon? in this sesh it's a tough one man I, I sort of feel like the pete best you do he did have a good name r.i.p ben best though he did pass away you're right no relation you don't know that i imagine no and this this episode started off on a solemn note i know man well Talk- speaking of speaking of solemn how was your thanksgiving did you i know you take thanksgiving very seriously oh i do mm-hmm. you read historical accounts of yeah. the pilgrims letters mm-hmm they wrote back home. Dearest you- Maybelline, can't believe they outlawed laser tag in this district. Uh, what did you eat? What did you feast on Thanksgiving? Do you do it different? You no. Go wild? You go wild at the dinner table during Thanksgiving? Yeah, let's talk about something everybody did identically. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was doing Thanksgiving. I, I, this is why I love celebrating Thanksgiving, listening to all my favorite Thanksgiving songs. Uh-huh. Just cue yeah. them all up, hit my playlist. Just couldn't, all those Thanksgiving rockers, those, season, those cherished, cherished seasonal. Yeah. Are there many Thanksgiving songs? There's not, right? I like the wallflowers. Let the disabled boy have the wishbone. That's a good one. <laughs> I think the wallflowers have a new album out. 
by the way. I'm down. I liked his documentary this this year. Jacob Dylan? Yeah. What do you mean? He had a documentary? He, yeah, he directed a documentary and he was he did a an album with a bunch of guest musicians, like big name people, and it was yeah. kind of this passion thing. And it was as good as whoever his guest was, if I remember correctly. Cause I mean, Jacob's fine. I don't I don't hate him or I don't hate the wallflowers or anything like that, but obviously he has access to some big people and it was cool to see them in that context, you know. Did Daddy show up? No. Can you remember any of the guests? I think Amy Mann was one of them who I'm a big fan of. I think. Maybe, maybe not. Slick Rick. No, 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 he wasn't in there. Calvin from Life, was he in there? <laughs> Calvin, man. Can't wait. You're starting to get me excited about getting into this episode quick. Let's let's bust in, man. Guys, it's the movie Microscope. It's a show where we zoom in. We unfold the pirate's blanket. We send shoes to the delicatessen. We understand the underwear. We wrap a mummy in potato chips. You know, we dance fruitfully through the inseminoid. We drink soda pop on a battleship. Touch our tummies against the kitten. And, uh, you know, watch a film through a set of wet and slimed eyes. And go midtown with Daft Punk. <laughs> we drape our daddy in a tube top. Watch a movie through this distorted lens of future. See what makes or break. Share with the likes of you. So we're talking about Disturbia. Talk about the scene where Dave Morse does a delectable sexy dance in real time on the bottom of uh, his shown shoe. Talk <laughs> about the little moments. There's a lot in life, man. It's like loaded with them. I know. Such a good title. Let's get that out of the way. This movie's called Life, Nick. And can you think of a more perfect title for this film? No, actually. I think it's a great name for it. You like it? I do. I do not. I think it's a dumb title. Well, see, so the thing they, is, they, they find proof of extraterrestrial life in it. They do. And it sort of is, is, is it's uh, the struggle between, uh, the struggle to, to literally stay alive between an alien form and the stars of our show. What better could embody that struggle than the, than the word life? You think so? You don't think that was like a second choice? The trivia, I got so pissed off at the trivia that I stopped looking. There's no trivia. There's barely trivia. Well, there's not trivia, but there's... There is pages of people complaining about the science of it. There's only the only thing that was I didn't know bef before um, I read it was that Calvin's real. It's <laughs> okay. the only thing I didn't know. People were pissed about the science. I didn't read that. So you must have actually dug deep. What were they yeah, mad about? They were hating all this stuff about the levit the zero gravity and how fast things would be moving and all this. I mean, it was nitpicky shit. I mean, who goes to life to say, well, I mean, I don't care if it's entertaining. I just hope it's scientifically accurate. Hey, complainers, get a life. Uh, that's right. You know, it's a good Owen Wilson impersonation. I like that. 2017, Nick, what were you doing? Uh, this is this isn't that long ago, actually. Nah, I was just uh, trying to perfect my my coronavirus that I was building. <laughs> yeah, pre-COVID. We never knew. We didn't know we were celebrating this huge hit movie and then we just didn't know it was coming but was this movie a hit can't zoom in not really know that the movie microscope was just a glimmer in our eye at that moment yeah when was when was the movie microscope born 2019 january 2019 but i bet you around the time life came out we were doing one of those late the latter day chud shows you know like yeah, you the, and i were still recording of, of course i mean in the hard, car yeah super high tech Making fun of Stan Lee, killing right. it. So I don't think I saw this movie until it hit home vid. How about you? Saw it in the theater, was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I still kind of like this movie. I own the shit out of it. I somehow own it too. I don't know why I own it. I think because I must have gotten excited to see it and it was only purchasable. 
You know, like it wasn't run or maybe it was one of those things where you could rent it for six ninety nine or buy it for nine ninety nine. And so I bought it for nine ninety nine. Because you know, hey. They should give you an option like rent it for three ninety nine, buy it for nine ninety nine, never be reminded it exists for fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> Let's talk about the cast in this one. I mean, can we start with the big name? Calvin. Usually people make a movie like this in order to to not make their dream project. But Daniel Espinosa made this and now got to make his dream project. You told me this bit of trivia. I had no idea. He got Morbius off this. I, this is the director of Ryan Reynolds' Safe House. Right. And Child 44. So this guy was, he was just swinging the, out the hits. Life comes out and then they, so his, was Safe House a hit? I guess it kind of was. Yeah, yeah. Child 44, certainly not. And then uh, Morbius going to be probably the biggest movie of the year. Cameron year. tweeted, Cameron tweeted, uh, hashtag shit in my pants. James Cameron tweeted that. Oh, yeah. he, re he quoted the Morbius official account, hashtag shit in my pants. Because he's afraid that he'll outpace <laughs> Avatar at the box office. Yeah. He, he, he hashtag, that's a good hashtag. <laughs> it's very versatile. Yeah. Starring uh starring House of Gucci's Jared Leto. Morbius is, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think, I think he, he wears he wears less makeup in Morbius. Yeah, I think so. He probably acts better too, but anyway. Plays doesn't he play a doctor in that and he's looking for a cure to his disease? He's like all thinned out. Mm -hmm. I guess he has cancer or something. But then in, his cure is he becomes a vampire, he becomes a vampire Morbius. He becomes uh, the living vampire, although I, I think they downplay the vampirism of it. Not in the trailer. I guess he's, a, what, a Marvel Knight? Like a sort of an anti-hero kind of character? I don't know anything about this character. You, you must know more than I do. You were more of a comic book guy. He, yeah, he's a douche that would show up in the pages of the second-tier Spider-Man comics like Spectacular or Web of. And I see that prick show up, and I'm like, hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I could rake that 65 cents out of me pocket. Did um the does Scourge kill him? Uh, he probably tried. No, I don't think so. He tries. I, I remember that Tombstone was a character who looked like Morbius in the face, but he was he was a minor player. Have you noticed mm -hmm. lately, past few years, more bias in the media? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> past few years, huh? <laughs> okay, so you can talk about the cast now. I don't mean to take you off on a tangent. All right, let's just let's start way up the top. Jake Gyllenhaal star of the show here replace ryan reynolds who's also in it but ryan reynolds was going to star but he his schedule got crowded he was doing the the classic hitman, hitman, hitman. Bodyguard. everybody loves that movie i, I didn't i see I, I avoided it and then i had like seven or eight people in the span of like three weeks tell me how much they loved it did they like the sequel that just came out i don't know their word wasn't enough like these are people who who i trust and i was like yeah, I don't, i'm not taking your word for it go fuck yourself uh, i draw i draw the line it's got my lady in it though Samuel L. Jackson. So Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds, Rebecca Ferguson, who we uh, both love. Uh, Haruki, how do you say that guy's name? Tanaka. Haruki Sanada. Yeah, sure. I love him. Arion, I don't know how to say his name. Bakar. He's also he's good, in the he's in the Good Omens. Compass. Okay, and Good Omens. Good Omens too. British actor and a woman named Olga, an actress named Olga, and there's no way I can't. It's a Russian uh, last name, and it's tough. It's tough for me. I can't even pronounce American last names. Like, yeah. And uh, who else is in it? Calvin. There you go. 
the star of the show here. Yeah. And the film is written by some guys that I really like that are really nice folks who I got a chance to hang out with a couple of times that they did the Zombieland movies. They did the Deadpool movies. Reese and Warnick, good guys. I think this is their first deadly serious kind of movie that they've written. At least that's been made. And um, those guys work a lot with Ryan Reynolds. Indeed, um, they do. And I think Ryan Reynolds writes with them, right? So I wonder if he had a hand in shaping this at all. I don't think so. Do you think that they were inspired by any film? I can't come. I can't think of it. I can't think of a one. I I I, I know where you're going with this, mm-hmm. but there's been enough of a a passage of time to warrant another film in that subgenre. I don't mind. I even that, but even when life comes up, it looks like Alien the way yeah. it's written. Yeah, I imagine that's purposeful. Did you read that people thought this was a prequel to Venom? I did. I wish Kinda it was. I do too, actually. Although if it was, Venom's not mean enough in the Venom movie. Because <laughs> Calvin well, is super mean. He's an ass kicker. Yeah, he's the alien here. So they, they the school gets together when they find an alien. We'll, we'll, we'll get to this, but they name, they win a contest, these school kids, and they name the alien Calvin, which is very cute. Mm-hmm. And then Calvin's not so cute about a half hour into the film and there everybody on board still calling it Calvin, <laughs> which is, I think a great part of this movie. I hope that they have a uh, system in place where, where a school is predetermined in the case of the discovery of alien life to be able to name it. I would have loved to have been a kid Me too. Yeah, doing yeah. that. I went to space alien elementary, which I thought would have been perfect. You're not going to, you're not going to believe this. I grew up. I, I lived in Mars PA. What was the name of your school? No, it was your school I, called. I mean, at Mars Elementary, maybe, but I don't know. But I was, I was like, I think I was in kindergarten and first grade in Mars, PA, and we we did have things in like school. I remember some celebrations. We actually wore like uh, you know alien like paper masks and stuff. So they took a, but that's you know that's where the Mars Bar comes from, I believe. Are you fr- are you familiar with Mars Bar? Yeah, Mars is the parent company of all those fucks, right? M and M's and whatnot. I think you might be right. Isn't that in Hershey, Pennsylvania, or no? Hershey, Pennsylvania. is it, Hershey is in Pennsylvania. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. So is Hershey and Mars, are they two different companies? That did you, Is this Pennsylvania a glutton for for candy? Possibly. And I think they aren't. I don't think they're together. I don't think Hershey and Mars. I think they're actually hate each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think they're like, it's like Calvin and Gyllenhaal. By the Hershey way, Mars. can mm-hmm. I say this? Yeah. Team Mars. Me too, but I mean, where's Mars bars? Are they around? No, but they own M and M's and all that other shit. Right, of course. But you know, I'm talking about just getting the old Mars bar out and cranking off a piece. I mean, is it possible? They still must make it somewhere. You know. I mean, I love selling Mars bar, but I mean, as far as like, movie starts out with the cutest little satellite you've ever seen, little speck in the in space, just zooming across the stars, just trekking out there. You don't know mm-hmm. what it is. You just see him floating. Eating up the clock is what it's doing. And Takes it, too long. Too long for that scene to unfold. Then it gets damaged, Nick. Something happens to it. It gets damaged. And um, there's a crew of our heroes in the space station. But first, but there's, a, there's a really cool establishing shot of the space station. Beautiful shot. Of course. You love it. What's the name of the uh, s- space station? Well, it's the U.S. It's the, it's the famous one. The, the the US International. Or, yeah, the ISS or whatever, yeah. And that little device that you're talking about was called the Pilgrim. Yeah, the yeah. Mars Pilgrim. Seven, yeah. I think. 
But and yeah, that's such a beautiful shot of the sun cresting Earth, and then you see that satellite right there in the foreground, or the yeah. space station. Very hot. And um, they're waiting on this um, satellite or whatever to deliver them Mars dirt. It's got samples, Nick. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's it's coming in hot. It's damaged, and they have to catch it like a baseball somehow, or they're going to miss all their samples. And so they do. I, w- I bet they, by the end of this movie, wish that they wouldn't have caught it. Yeah, my second note is, does Ryan Reynolds regret catching the Pilgrim? Because... If they, What's if he, he doing out there, by the way? Because he's just floating around out there. It doesn't seem like he has a whole hell of a no, lot to do. Is he, so he, is he no, manually... Yeah, he is uh, remote controlling the arm. Attached is that to what's it. happening? Yeah. He looks cute out there floating he, around, though. He's floating out there with a joystick attached to his, his right arm, you know, like, like, like you do. And he catches it. It's, and, they, and that's one of the big things that people were debunking on the goofs section of IMDb is that that thing would have shredded the, uh, everything would have gone away and it would have been moving too fast and all this stupid shit. It's like, get over yourself. How many that's times no have fun. you? Yeah, I mean, that's fucking Calvin's ride, man. He's taking an Uber to, to Reynolds. You got to take that shit. He's, take, he's taking a life. Nice. God. So what was the coolest thing? On, what's the coolest thing on that spaceship that you notice almost immediately? I, I, I know my answer. Let's hear it. Astro- astronauts in zero G zooming around the ship in white socks. Exactly. Socks. <laughs> the socks. The socks. I did not think we were going to be on the same page, but yet here we are. That's a bad look, but it's a, it's a comfortable wear. White socks. 100%. And I think... That had to help sway one of those actors. They're like, look, that sounds like a grueling shoot, you know, close quarters, uh, mm-hmm. recreating zero gravity. Like, you're going to be wearing socks. He's like, I am so in. Sign me up. I try to get some gray socks or something, you know. Gray socks got a bad rap, man. Like, the agent of gray socks sucks because you, gray socks should own own the market. You go to, like, a, a place to buy socks, you got to buy a three-pack with black and white just to get the gray. White everywhere, black everywhere. Gray gets fucking bitch slapped by Earth. I could live on a diet of gray socks, and I have to fucking beg and crawl through the fucking dungeons of Target, buy a three-pack, discard the other two just to get them gray socks. Yeah, and after a few wears, white socks might as well be gray socks. I mean... I know, the, no, but they look... They, they look... You look like a bastard. You look like a piece of shit wearing those sort of dirty white socks. You wear gray socks day one, day 600, they're still perfect. I know, and it feels good on your feet, and they look good on your feet. You know, match, they, they, and they match everything. And they look good coming out of a shoe. They look good that's flying just, around in space, too. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, So I've got, I got a new pair of shoes, run, um, some like trail running shoes, which super boring. But this guy was helping me, and he brought out these like very comfortable shoes. I love them. But they were like they like, had like a leopard like a red leopard pattern. <laughs> I was like, I can't pull these off, man. Yes, you can. I can't. And you know, my, my vanity came out. I'm not a cool looking guy. It was very, I had to, I had, I had to go for a little bit less comfort with a little cooler look. It's probably a mistake. I almost bought me a, a cool pair today, but they were out of my range price wise, but they, they were made primarily using ocean plastic, which I was excited. Oh my about. God. Or were they running shoes or just sneaks? They were golf shoes. Golf shoes? So they had spikes yeah. on them, bottom? Rubber. It's all rubber. And mm-hmm. they were all from the ocean's shithole, that shithole floating around. And how much? 150 That's how much my shoes were. I'm not spending that anymore on shoes. I, have I a had lot a of... gift card. I had a gift card. 
That's why I did it. So that got the first 10 out of the way. <laughs> Ocean Plastic, huh? Yeah. What's the company? I, that was my favorite, Adidas. But I think... Um, I think uh, I think we should make more shit with ocean plastic. Bring that cost down. Save some ocean, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it used I, to be ocean, ocean Pacific. They changed their name. Okay, is that what it is? Were you a big OP fan back in the day? No. Calvin was. All right, let's get back to. <laughs> These guys are floating around in white socks. They got the. This is an international space station. So on, uh, on their sleeves, on their. Sh- they're going to patch on their on their shoulders with their nation's flag on it, Nick. Yep, I saw. So you can identify where these characters are from before you hear their accent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody aboard the ship is competent. Uh, you kind of like them. They're having a good old time in space. And you find out that someone's been there a little bit longer than the rest. Yeah, that's Jake G. He's been up there for longest time. He's about to break the record of most sequential time in uh, outer space. Yeah, four hundred seventy-three days. And then I was like, uh, I think Yoda would like to have a word with your manager. <laughs> Jill Hall is looking rough. Space isn't doing him right, but he hates that. He doesn't want to go back to Earth. He likes it. He likes the hum of space or the hum of the s- space station. He likes how it feels amongst the stars. You know, he doesn't want to go home. He just wants to be zero G, you know? Um, anyway, the samples are safe, Nick, and they bring them aboard. They start doing their tests. They start doing the nerd stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, you know, Espinosa's in there with his camera, making it look like this is exactly what scientists do. You know, they spread that dirt out. They do some eyedropper shit with it. You know, a lot of slow stuff, a lot of magnification. Then there's a stowaway in the dirt. At least one. It's yeah. a little organism. He's microscopic, or he or she, and just looking so cute but dead. So they're thrilled. They, they're like, look at this thing. It's cute, but it's dead. And so let's try to bring it back. This, there's a guy aboard, this British uh, scientist, who he's the nerdiest of the crew, and he's responsible for, maybe we can try to bring this little alien life form back to life with science stuff. And he And he does. He figures it out. Yeah, and somebody makes a reanimator reference, and somebody mm-hmm. and Rebecca Ferguson acts like it's too obscure, and I'm like, uh-uh, come on. Reanimator? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, he makes that reference. And then they say that's a nerd thing. Is like, come on, reanimator? That's crossed over. By now it has. And so they celebrate, and everybody's excited. They, you know, they see its little, like, what do they call it? Those little appendages, its little proto-appendages it's, or it's whatever. It's cilia. It's cilia, Cilia, yeah, cilia. Proto-appendages yeah. are later. Moving, moving around, and they get thrilled. They report back to Earth, and then Earth has a contest to name it. Mm-hmm. And they name it Calvin, after Calvin Coolidge. After an elementary school or something, they named Calvin, or a middle school named Calvin Coolidge, right? Yeah. And so everybody's excited. Like they discovered something that no one's ever discovered before. How to die in space. Yeah. And during that sequence, um, every everybody on the crew is is sort of dishing out a little bit of factoids about the space station. You know, they're having a mm-hmm. little, little exercise going on. We get to watch that gentleman eat a space pea, mm-hmm. which is creeping me out a little bit. You know, there's some stuff there. And uh, we have some banter with the crew, which I really didn't enjoy. Usually, usually I love the banter on these kind of things. And I thought 
especially considering how good the writers are with jokes and comedy. The banter left me a little dry, but I did well, notice something when I was watching this movie. That is, it's actually a lot of the movie has this problem. The rest of the crew watching somebody do something. It happens all the time where there's a bunch of people they are trying to make it interesting with like three or four people looking through a, a window, watching somebody do something, looking through a portal, watching somebody do something, looking at a screen, watching somebody do something. There's a lot of observation. I kind of wonder if that was a statement on us as a species right, right there, Justin. Maybe. We like to watch. Well, they didn't. It's the thing is they can't do much because they're getting systematically killed by a, a blob. And, um, it's hard because they have to kind of die one at a time. Yeah. Well, Calvin, Calvin but, demands them to die one at a time. Well, Calvin, okay. Calvin escalates though. And so they resurrect Calvin. Cause he, he also, that same doctor, something goes wrong in the lab and they have to, uh, Calvin pseudo dies and they have to revive him again. Mm-hmm. And this time when he revives him, he, he jolts it right into his old, right in the dick or something. And Calvin's not thrilled. Calvin yeah, says, "Yeah, he's not. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm getting a grip on you, pal." It's a good scene. They have like he has these gloves that you know he's reaching in. They they had like before when Calvin, the little alien, starts this little blob, this little like squid like creature is kind of interacting with his fingers and following his fingers around. But when Calvin gets shocked, something changes, um, and he he wraps his body around this guy's hands and within the, that's in these, they're in these gloves. Right. Yeah. And the guy's in there. He's like, it's he's in the sealed off room. He's like, it's fine. We'll just have to figure out how to get, that's what he does. He's trying to get Calvin off of him and he's, he's zapping him right with that little electrical yeah. prod or trying to, I and, noticed um, something that I could never shake for the, the there. It got, it took me out of the movie. What? How delicious Calvin looks in that scene. It's so good. Um, he, he looks like a mixture of a Jolly Rancher and a gummy bear with his texture. And I just want to lick and suck everything about him. He uh, wraps his tendrils around uh, this guy's gloved hand and then starts to crush it, which the scientist then faints and his his hand is wrecked. Calvin doesn't uh, let loose. The great thing is the, the scene before that, he uh, is talking to his, one of his compatriots and he says, I think these will be the greatest days of my life. And then the yeah. next scene. His hand crushed. Uh, yeah. An alien starfish is squeezing his hand to oblivion. Well, so everybody's mad at this guy. Cause he's kind of formed a, an emotional bond with this piece of goo. You know, Ryan Reynolds is like, look, we don't know what it is. Like I'm your buddy. That's not your buddy. That kind of thing. And you know, Ryan Reynolds completely right. Cause in this scene, he gets killed <laughs> and he could Ryan Reynolds death. in this is very gross. It's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah, it's it's and rough. It, I guess it's kind of an, a, an homage in a way to the John Hurt alien scene, I guess. Nah, I don't think so. That whole sequence is fantastic. And I love it because Calvin quick goes from looking like a cum shot to a creature rather quickly in this, right? So in that scene, he starts really having a personality. After he, he rips that, he shreds that guy's fist. So then how does he get out? Does so Re- I love I love it. Reynolds so Reynolds goes in there to rescue this gentleman, right? And little Calvin, he's tinkering around with that glove. He pushes it inside out into the room, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then quickly he's like, you know what? I'm gonna start using tools. Breaks a, a little needle thing in half, goes there and just rips his way through. It's adorable. Yeah, he he gets out, he squeezes out and then hides. So Ryan Reynolds 
has to go get his faint his 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 uh, colleague who has a crushed hand and has fainted, and he tries to rush him out of this enclosed room. As he does it, he gets him out, but then he Calvin wraps himself around Ryan Reynolds' leg, and so every, he he has to be then confined to this room. Yeah, Gyllenhaal cuts him off, and Reynolds isn't dumb. He knows that he, they can't let this creature out of the room. He zaps it with like this oxygen like. Rod, well, I, a, I, well, I love this. Okay, so mm-hmm. right when Je- right right when Gyllenhaal closes the door, mm-hmm. there's this moment where Reynolds is looking at him to the people, and he kind of nods, you know, like I know it's like it's not your fault. It's a really cool moment where he's acknowledging mm-hmm. that he's basically made a choice that's going to cost him, and also that his teammate did the right thing. Because normally in a movie like this, they'd be screaming, "Let me out!" But then, right. yeah, so he, he goes, so he's floating there with this creature on his leg, and he goes. Mm-hmm. He, he, it's amazing because he's a pro, right? He instantly mm. says, what are my options? Or he's like, he's like, give me some ideas. He says that to his crew. And one of the people says, grab the, the grab the, the cutter, the oxygen cutter, whatever that thing is called. Right. It's a really cool scene because you actually feel like these guys are pros at what they do and they're adjusting to the situation. And it's such an un-Ryan Reynolds type of character in a lot of respects, which I did. I dug that about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he definitely, um, he's funny a little bit, but, but you're right. He has that, he has a really nice moment actually right at the end, which I will talk about. But so what he, what he decides to do once he gets this creature off him and Calvin's just like zipping around hiding, he, they decide they have to kill it and yeah. he's going to try to burn it to death uh, with some kind of flame. He has like a little like mini flamethrower in there <laughs> and he starts to burn it, but it, it doesn't seem to be working. Calvin, is just he's having a nice vacation, getting a suntan when that's happening. And I know they actually. Have oh, that Calvin t- does eat that rat. What do you think oh, of he, that? Scene? He he fucks that rat up quick. They have a little rat in there that does not have a nice day. It's giving you a little preview of what he's going to do to the crew, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so. and every time Calvin eats, he gets bigger, as you would expect, in a, in a pretty substantial way. But that scene where Reynolds is trying to kill him. I know they had to do it to give him a hero moment moment and to give the the film some action, but I think it would have been more fun if Calvin just made short work of Ryan Reynolds in that scene. So to me, I didn't know why he like when it was on ineffective. If they they should have just tried to, he should. I would have just bolted for the door, let me out, you know, because um, Calvin's back there, I'm I'm up front. Yeah, you know. and then of course, fire is the last thing you want in outer space in a. Right environment like that so get the fuck out ryan reynolds ryan reynolds that's not effective and then calvin then latches himself to ryan reynolds face and enters his mouth and ryan reynolds cannot stop it from happening that's a good scene that's a really good scene it's rough and uh what's so sad about and this is the part i really liked is he's it's awful and then his crew is like saying his name rory rory over again they're they're trying to and he just takes his earpiece off because yep. he can't listen to him you know, yeah. saying his name over and over again. Then he well, just waits to die, basically. He, yeah, and he does. Uh, the thing is, it's like shortly before one of the people says uh, uh, the creature, Calvin, is all muscle, all brain, all eye. All the food groups covered in a, in a dangerous little asshole there. So, yeah, um, he dies. And then there's this shot of him levitating in mid mid room with his shoulder at this weird angle mm. Cre- creepy as shit i know all the blood comes out and goes away too like his he starts to 
like because Calvin's I don't know what he's he's dancing around his insides doing something <laughs> and all his blood's coming out through his mouth which is rough but then you, they cut back to him and all the blood I guess floated away <laughs> and he's just he's just floating in space he just sucks now yeah. yeah he had a rough time he did not make it and the crew's pretty upset about because they all liked him yeah and then Calvin like they're trying to shut down all this stuff in the room so there's no way that calvin can get out but he mm-hmm. does well they play whack-a-mole twice with calvin trying to like keep him from getting in or out of something we get to see reynolds two more times in the movie too which is kind of neat in his little cute yeah. bag in his cute body bag he gets that gold the golden space uh body bag mm-hmm. yeah pretty cool yeah. look actually yeah i agree little black holeish to me i like it mm-hmm. uh, we we didn't talk because before all this happens we were finding out that you know um Jake Gyllenhaal is a little bit, um, you know, Rebecca Ferguson's giving him a physical and like saying he's like, doesn't need to be in space for that much longer because he's looking pretty rough. And they cut it with scenes of him yo-yoing in zero G. It's awful. Which is unneeded. Or not yeah. needed. Unnecessary. Uh, I, I did like that scene, though, because you get to see the sharp contrast of the size of his and Rebecca Ferguson's heads. Yeah. It's like a tourist walking up to Easter Island. Who's got the bigger head, Hall? In a big way. <laughs> Rebecca Ferguson said she was she was nervous about taking this role. Didn't think she was going to be good. I think she's great. She's she's always good. Yeah, and then they said socks, and she says, "Are they gray?" I love Rebecca Ferguson. Her character. I like the thing I love about her is how analytical and, and uh, matter of fact she is about nearly everything that happens. She's right. like, she should tell them early in the film, like, by the way, you're not going home <laughs> ever. Right, right. Ca- yeah, Calvin, yeah. Calvin could die of malaria right now and we're still never going home. You guys lose. Another thing that's interesting is, we didn't talk about this, one of the characters, ha- his, ha- his wife's having a baby back give, on Earth. Why are we talking about this? Who gives a it's shit? So, it's annoying, but, but this plays into a big part of the movie, which is also not that great, is that the captain of the ship gives has a baby gift wrapped like kind of a there's a ribbon around Good Night Moon the book Good Night yeah. Moon by Tom which, Cullen which Jake Gyllenhaal has to dramatically read later on as they're about to die he reads like the first few pages of that did you read that to your kids of course okay just make it sure so did, did I you? yeah of course yeah, yeah. I also read it to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> broke into your anyway. house. That's <laughs> a weird way to find out. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so the captain, this, um, this, uh, the Russian actress, the captain, this um, is my favorite. She's like, you know what? I'm going out. Why does she go out? She goes out because their, their communications, uh, to home base. Yeah, they is not they working. can't communicate with earth anymore. And she's does like, she remind you, does she remind you of that lady from breaking bad in the face a little bit, his former Let's partners, see. Walter White's former partners, Elliot and yeah, yeah uh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's being friends. That actress, I can't remember her name. I used to know her name. She's not. She's good. Always, always solid. So the captain's like, I got to go outside and fix communication. Don't worry about me. I'm not going to die out there. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And Calvin won't be out there, and I'll be good. Yeah, and I'm not going like, to drown. I'm not going to drown in zero G in space. I'm not going to have the worst spacesuit experience. I mean. I- I'm not going to like inhale space water in, in in globes and then float forever in space. I know that our crew member just died. It's fine. No one else is going to die, including me. I'm not going to die next or anything. I'm going out there. It's fine, guys. 
I, and I and promise so, that if I have an opportunity to to get back into the ship, I won't sabotage that. I also promise if Calvin jumps on me, I won't let him surf on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> so he, you know, so she goes out and she starts to uh, mess around with the communication parts. She opens something and then Calvin jumps out, out on her on her suit and starts just climbing all over her, which yeah, is pretty He's funny. having like a little hoedown. He's like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's just- and she's like, it's fine. This is good. She's out. He's she's a, she's kind of celebrating a little bit because he's out of the ship. And shocker, everybody else is staring at what's going on through a porthole. And so she starts to kind of make her way back to to kind of get back on board the ship. Maybe Calvin will fall off. You never know. He might just jump away. And then all of a sudden, she starts seeing these little or feeling these little droplets inside her helmet. And somebody in the uh, one of the, like maybe John Hall is like, I think Calvin knowingly sabotaged your suit to drown you to death in there. And she's like, "Oh, that sucks." Yeah. <laughs> that's and, and so, you. I'm sure you read that. That's based on something that actually happened on a much less catastrophic level. Yeah, and she, the person did that. But she said, um, and then they're like, "Where's Calvin? I can't see Calvin." And she's, she's like, "Oh, he's he's definitely surfing on my butt." <laughs> <laughs> they do have little cute shots of Calvin climbing all over her rear. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she is. Tr- they're trying to get her back into the ship, and it takes two. So Hall's there and he has to turn something, you know, clock counterclockwise, whatever. And she has to do the same on the outside. She stops doing it because she realizes she can't let Calvin back in the ship with her, even though mm-hmm. she's dying, she's drowning in suit fluid. And so then she does die. And then she and just she starts to starts to float away with Calvin. She just pulls a Tim Ro- she pulls a Tim Robbins, man. Mm-hmm. Starts just drifting off into space forever and ever. And Calvin's drifting with her, but then what does he do? He leaps back to the ship. I'm fine, guys. <laughs> Don't you worry about good old me. He's like, I know where the party is. It's not out here. It's I'm not all, with this. Remember, I'm all brain, all muscle, all eye, dog. I'm fine. And he celebrates by very, I have to say, Calvin's sort of cute. He's wriggling and jumping and, and zooming around all, all all over that space station trying to get in. He's like, he his big thing is, oh, it's penetrable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you bet your you bet your bottom dollar on that, and and Hiroki or whatever is what's his name, our gentleman, Let's, Hiroki maybe Hiroki. Yeah, I love him. Last Samurai guy, right? He's in everything. Yeah, he's he's great. Star of Avengers Endgame. Yeah, he um he he plays whack a mole. Like oh, he's trying to get into this this jet. I'm gonna hit the button, and he's gonna go into this jet. I'm gonna hit this button, and there's just ridiculous stuff. For Hiroyuki, maybe I don't know how to say his name. Osha did. I should have looked it up. I'm not zooming um, in. His last name's Sonata. He's 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 uh, also a composer. This guy. I looked him up. I think he was in Sunshine too. Is he in that movie? I think he's one of. The, I think he's my favorite character in Sunshine. He also then he's familiar with dying in space. <laughs> oh, he died in that one. He, he the sun destroyed him. I mean, if he's in it, I don't remember him in it. He's in no, I'm, I'm I'm looking it up. Yep, he's on it. Yep. How he dies? I think he's a pilot of that one. Hiroyuki Sonata. He is uh, he's a knight. He's been knighted in in his uh, native country of Japan. Mm-hmm. A handsome man too. Uh, I think he I think he is so charismatic. He can and, go fuck um, himself. By the way, I hate his success. Uh, no, can I can I counter that? Mm-hmm. He was in Army of the Dead. God, what was he? Oh, he played like the guy that sent them. Right? He I, he sent. He, I think he. Yeah, it's a terrible. You never saw it. I hated it. It's such a bad movie. But he sends them to get the money. That's him, like, yeah. Yeah. 
<clears throat> anyway, so so this is okay. The best moment in the film happens when she what? there's there's a scene where they're looking at the console inside the the, the shut uh, you know the space station, mm-hmm. and we and we see the stick figure of the captain drifting off into the ether. <laughs> you, yeah, because they yeah, everybody has these little dots on them so they can you can see them and um, and, and we see her little we screens. see her little stick figure drifting off screen. It's adorable. She did. And so they try to like Calvin's trying to get in through the thrusters and they're trying to they're trying to thrust him off out. They, they're waiting for him to get it. They have like little sensors like him to crawl into the thruster and then they they fire that thruster. They hope they they're going to send him into space and that's not going to work. Well, just like in Homecoming, all that thrusting affected their decay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they start to drift towards the atmosphere and they can't let that happen. So they have to fire the thrust thrusters together they're gonna have to let calvin back on board because they got a new problem and they do they let him back on board how does it work out (laughs) well calvin then becomes a pacifist and he doesn't mess with the crew anymore he's just cool he's just eating um he's just drinking tang yeah he's just having you know uh, freeze-dried ice cream he's fine listening to tunes he's fine yeah he's like i'm sorry what happened before that's good calvin becomes like an actual movie monster in this which i do appreciate his face is freaky well, yeah, he when evolves. He gets, like, once super... he gets a face, he, yeah. he looks freaky. Yeah. And he's mean. Like, that's the thing is this mean. This alien is mean. This movie's mean. I brought that up to you before because you like the characters and they do not. None of them die well. They get destroyed. Every one of them. I, I'm Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a shitty. That's a shitty death. We don't she, we don't know she died. She does. Not not during the film's running time. No, no. She probably dies. She what runs out of air, or starves to death in deep space. Yeah, not fun. No, it's not. But yeah, you're right. Uh, for there's a there's a scene where one of the characters says that Calvin doesn't hate them. I think Calvin, I disagree. I think Calvin might beg to differ. <laughs> I really think he does. So um, anyway, there's there's a bunch of we're just gonna go through the movie. I guess like scene by scene. We don't need to do that. We but. we don't. We definitely don't. So. There's a scene that I absolutely love in this movie. I did not see it until this watch, I think. Okay. Is a lot of the movie involves Calvin, who has become a formidable creature, and he like is zooming around the ship with white socks on, you know, just in zero density. <laughs> but he's chasing, he'll be chasing somebody, right? Right. And he's pretty quick. There's a scene when <laughs> I think I know where you're going. There's a scene when like this. This this crew comes in this little shuttle to <laughs> yes, dock yes. a ship in it. That's well, I'm... The... no. What were you? <laughs> no, no. I'm I, sure I, mine's I'm different. A... Mine's no, different. no. Go ahead. Keep going. So they come to kind of not help, but they come to kind of assess the situation. Anyway, there's this whole thing that's happening, and there's all this debris because there's all this horrible stuff that's, that's going on, and this these this um this debris is like kind of you know, shooting towards the camera and Calvin ducks. He ducks the debris. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It's like amazing. That is cute. Now, you're the... talking about when he goes, he wrecks that crew and the little, yeah, the little ship. in the background. Yeah. It's so it's, yeah. I love it. Cause it's not the focal point of the shot necessarily, but no. he is down there jacking those guys up. <laughs> it's so great. No, he goes nuts. There, there's yeah. debris everywhere. And there's Mr. Sonata yeah. is in the foreground and in the background, way back yonder, he, yeah, Calvin is fucking them up, and it's so cute. So it's two like uh, astronauts 
that have come to, I guess, assess the situation, but like not really rescue anybody. They're going to like, they know that something bad's happening. So they're going to help destroy it. Maybe destroy the shuttle. Well, yeah, but it's, but as the audience, you think they're, you think they're a rescue ship at that point. The audience does, but yeah, Rebecca Rebecca Ferguson Ferguson knows they're not. Yeah. Yeah. He, so in Sonata this whole time has, he's ducked Calvin. So he skipped over this. The, The British guy that fainted, the scientist, he can't walk. He has his legs are um, shitty. Yeah, he's he's he can't. He, yeah, he's he's paralyzed, right? Yeah, he's and so up. then he can't feel his legs. Calvin has wrapped himself like stowawayed, uh, and started draining this guy. He's like, his yeah, legs. he's like Capri sunning off his leg. Yeah, and so that sucks. Everybody's horrified about that. And then they barely escape that when they realize he's under this guy's in this guy's pants. And Sonata like goes into what I love about space movies. He goes into his sleep chamber, his little sleep pod. And Calvin's trying to get in. He shuts mm-hmm. it in time, but Calvin's trying to find a way in. He squeezes and, it and try almost gets in through that. And that's when you see his face for the first time. Yeah, he's looking freaky. But he, you know, Sonata, the actor, he survives that encounter. He just doesn't survive the next encounter because he looks. He, there's a photo of his new child, and he's like, "I'm. I will come. I'll make it. I'm gonna see you." Mm-mm. And then he thinks about it for me. He's like. Probably not, you know. Yeah, that whole sequence is is pretty cool. Whenever because he, he starts going to this little shuttle, like he thinks he's they're getting rescued, and they're not. They're getting the opposite of rescued. Yeah. They're getting yeah. that's like a buffet for Calvin. That yeah. scene. So then there's two left: Jill and Hall and Rebecca Ferguson. The ship, the station is compromised. It's what do you say? They're it's decomposing. I didn't say that. No, it, no, no. I'm saying that the thrust was affecting their decay rate in space. Decay, yeah. and they but the, this. And they weren't going to be on track to go to Earth's Earth's home, but they are. Like it is messed up. Like the the, the ship's all messed up, and it's fa- it's falling apart, and it's cold in there, and they're going to die. They run out of oxygen, and so they come up with a plan that's not going to work. And Calvin wins. I noticed, I noticed that Goodnight Moon Moon is uh, floating around in zero G, and it do- it no longer has that ribbon, the golden ribbon on it that they. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if Calvin unwrapped it. He, <laughs> I'd like to think um, that he did take some time and thumb through that, you know? So Jalen Hall's plan is there's two lifeboats. They're both once you once um activated and it can only seat one each, they go directly to Earth. But he's he, Hall's like, I can do a manual override and take this bad boy into deep space while you, Rebecca Ferguson, return to Earth. And I'm gonna have Calvin and my little my little lifeboat with me. I'm gonna trick him in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, breakfast is like, no, no, you, you shouldn't do it. I should be the one that does it. And he's like, no. He says, I don't want to go back down to 8 billion of those motherfuckers. Like he hates, yeah. <laughs> he hates the people of Earth almost as much as Calvin does. Yes. And so they do. They concoct a plan. How's it go? It goes perfect for Calvin. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal uses, which he uses these little, those little oxygen rods to lead Calvin, like a trail of breadcrumbs uh, into a, this it's place. So it's cute. so cute. Cause he wants yeah. to hug, he hugs them all. He hugs oxygen because Calvin needs oxygen and he's there. The ship's running out. He does. He nuzzles them. He, oh, it's so cute watching him cuddle with them. And like, uh, they're little like breadsticks. They look like. <laughs> what? Well, I love that they destroy the most expensive thing ever built too. Like they talk about how expensive the space station was and they, mm-hmm eviscerate it yeah calvin says you can bill me <laughs> thank you sigourney and so they start to make their way in the lifeboats and you see one of them get damaged and start hurtling into space and you know what's going to happen then calvin he starts to kind of pry his way into 
Gyllenhaal's suit. He wraps all his tendrils around and he starts to, because, you know, there's a manual override. He has this joystick. Calvin, I guess, knows what's happening. And he, he starts to take his hand off the joystick and stuff. He squeezes the daylights. Yeah. I like and the he fact. Opens, yeah. opens his mask, has opens his little helmet up. Except yeah. he doesn't kill him, which is, which I love. Oh, no. At that point, he likes to torture. Yeah. And of course, the, 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 there's been a little sleight of hand. It is not Gyllenhaal and Calvin hurling into deep space, but rather Rebecca Ferguson. And Calvin and uh, and Jake are floating around in the sea. Yeah, Calvin safely lands. Joan Hall lands, not so safely, because well, he's, he's got Calvin all up in him. Yeah, and Rebecca Ferguson, uh, after the credits, she lands on Arrakis. <laughs> so yeah, then these little poor fishermen, they they come try to help old you know, the, the, the astronaut in his little pod, and they look through the little window. It's, it's, a, it's a horror show in there. <laughs> Calvin's got everything. His jizz is everywhere. And Jake's Jake's in there going, no! He said, don't open this. Don't open this. But if you do open this, I hope Calvin jumps from me directly onto you and I live. Yeah, because I hate Um, all 8 billion of you. Yeah, he's like arm wrestling with Calvin on the way down to Earth. (laughs) He does not win. That's brutal, man. It's cool, though. I I like the ending. And and, um, it's a mean ending. And that that last shot's really cool. Of all the ships coming towards, yeah, it's, yeah, it's. I wish the film would have been successful because the idea of Calvin loose on planet Earth is a fun one. Because God mm-hmm. knows what his next evolutionary steps may or may not be. Like, there's no, there's no book that's been written on his evolutionary possibilities. And I like the idea that maybe some of those other grains of dirt had some other goodies in him. You know, so who knows? But he, everybody's fine at the end of it. Calvin's killing it. He's he's the hero of the piece, and honestly, he's the one who I wanted to win anyway. Yeah, there was no one that really. Well, like I said, I like the crew. I like that they all had legitimately defined responsibilities, and the movie kind of stuck to that, which was nice. Mm-hmm. You know, the doctor yeah, did doctor things, and the and the getting killed by alien guy did that. Well, no one's and no one is like trying to f someone over in that movie either. They're all kind of like it reminded me of Underwater a little bit. Like everybody's kind of likable in Underwater too. Yeah. Except some people survive underwater, right? Sort of that we know of, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So look, you're in a tattoo parlor, and the guy said, "Look, it's time. I need to drill your. I need to drill your skin. What you want?" I mean, it's, I, mean I already said what I want. It's it's that it's Calvin wrapped around that little oxygen breadstick thing, <laughs> and he just looks so cute, you know. And I'd maybe I put a little hearts heart heart around him or something, but. That's that's a cute shot. He looks like you know what it looks like. He's just sucking on the oxygen asleep. Yeah, you know, like he falls asleep. That's what I'd get. It's cute. Mine's mine's gonna be a little raunchy. Um, it's a kind of a marriage of two sci-fi properties. It's uh, that shot of Syl in Species Two where she's sitting in that chair, all naked with the straps. But instead of the straps, she's got she's wearing Calvin as a bikini. Calvin's covering up her bits, but we know what's going on. I felt like Calvin and her would have got along. Oh my God. Don't get me excited about that kind of a crossover. I'd shit myself. Calvin and Syl. Hashtag shitting myself. (laughs) Oh my God. Calvin and Syl doing the deed. Doing the deed. I just said that they would get along. I didn't say anything about. Oh, I guess that's whole Syl's whole thing, right? Syl likes to. Yeah. She fucks for profit. Oh, look, the film's over, but no, the credits roll. There's a stinger. Something else, little treat waiting after you. Mine's metaphysical. 
you don't know what you're watching. You're just watching this like sphere in time lapse decomp- decomposing, like just like becoming nothing, just empty matter, and then just kind of drifting away. Mm-hmm. And then we pull back and we realize it's that pea inside Hugh, just getting digested. One last act of uh, of mortal function for old Hugh. Yeah. Poor Hugh does just die. he just bleed out. He just bleeds out, right? That's how he dies. He does. Yeah. He he. Okay. So atrophied legs, can't walk. You know, he feels he feels alive in deep space because he can move around. Then he gets his hand super destroyed. Then he has awful heart rate issues. Then they shock him back to life, even though on his leg he's being Capri Sun by by Calvin. <laughs> and they don't know that yet. Yeah. yeah. And then he dies. I guess he just his his Earth carriage is just run out of steam. Mm-hmm. Oh, steam! A little Rebecca Ferguson reference. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you're right. R- Rose the hat. Yeah. So yeah. So he. He, but his body sucks that he still turns that pee into energy. Maybe the lead scene could be, um, you know, those little those boats sailing up to this, this, you know, lifeboat. What do they call it? Like an escape capsule. Yeah. You know, all these boats. And you zoom in on one of them and it's Paul Reiser <laughs> and a little Burke mm-hmm. looking old as hell. But, you know, maybe it's like Burke Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got nothing for a deleted scene. I can't. I just. What's the? What would be a deleted scene? Just like watching Joan Hall being pulled apart by. When Paul Reiser dies, you know his eulogy already. Somebody's got it. What? Just say Burke breathed, man. <laughs> I always celebrate. You know that. You know I always celebrate on when everybody always says Alien Day. I always celebrate Burke Day. Yeah. Instead, you get a birthday present because I love Burke. I, I love that character, even Dude. though he's so hateable. But I do love him. I think I think he's great in that movie. Yeah, I love such a good bad guy. All right, look, you've been given the financing to have your own business related to life. What you gonna do? I mean, you kind of you kind of took mine. I took notes a little bit before this. Do you remember the old Brooke Shields? And she did Calvin Klein jeans, and she had that thing. Nothing comes between me and my Calvin's. I think that was Brooke Shields. Yeah, of course. I would like. I was gonna say that she. My business would be get her back and do nothing comes between it and Calvin from life. And it would be like a full alien body wrap that you I, would wear. I didn't steal your idea. That's that's a, you that's, did. That was like a you you said it. You took the air out of it with the with this with seal sill. No, but it, it could be the same kind of an idea. And you know who doesn't want to wear like a gooey like sil- silvery substance all over them as clothes? Can you imagine wearing like a full size Calvin over your body while strutting around? One hundred percent. White white socks. Gray socks. Gray alien. <laughs> Great alien. So you know how they have, you'd go to either the arcade or you'd go to like the fair where they have that, you go up to, there's a machine and you can arm wrestle with it. Of course. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is a test your grip with Cal machine. And what you do is you put your mitt in there and you shake Cal, Calvin's body, and mm-hmm. he squashes it into a million pieces. It's like, sure. a, you know, you go to the mall, there's a kiosk there and it's like test Cal's grip and you put, you know, like a dollar and a quarter, I would say, uh, into the machine. And then you grab onto Calvin and he squashes your hand into oblivion. So you go to the mall and everybody is is left handed it out the out the door like they're all pushing the doors on the way out with their left hand. Right. Because their right hand is a smithereen. Everybody, because the funny thing is, is everybody sees this happen yet are compelled to try it for themselves. 
So what ultimately happens is the vendors at the mall have to reverse their counters and their cash wraps so that everyone's left-handed. Sure. You, so let me help you. You got to swipe your card with the left hand because Calvin has demolished your fist meat forever. So is that like, what's the draw here? It's like, that's where you get your hand, go to get your hand hurt. Yeah, you go, you go, this is where you get like a little piece of history and then you shake mm-hmm. the hand, the body hand of a, of a, of a Martian. Right. A Martian. Huge. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. If you think about it, you know, you got me thinking now, maybe it's a, just the way, this is just the way Calvin greets people. He's just trying to say hello. Makes so sense. Every time, you know what I'm saying? Trying to introduce himself. Yeah. He just doesn't know he's doing it so horrifically wrong, you know? Yeah. But that's in his, in his alien language. Yeah. That's his, that's his greeting. It's like when you burp at a dinner table in Hungary, it means a compliment. Right. Like when he enters your, uh, your mouth and then jumps around on your organs and squeezes them tight, he's just trying to get to know you. Yeah. He doesn't know that that's the last thing that you'll ever be able to do. He doesn't know that he ends you. Right. He just thinks that's a polite. He's being polite. He's like, he's yeah. like kicking your vas deferens. Like this is what they like. It's what they like. Um, it's misunderstood is what I'm saying. You're uh, you've been given the ability to finance your own sequel to life. Money has fallen into a trap of escrow and it's waiting for you. And you're like green lighting it out, man. Mine's easy. Uh, Calvin, mm-hmm. you know, this movie ends in a life like the, the capsule lands in the sea. Fishermen are approaching. But Calvin, man, he's all brain, all eye, all muscle. The door opens. He jumps directly into the water. The entirety of life, too, is him butt fucking the sea. Like, he is he is experiencing, you know, he's going down there and taking a task to the moray eel. You know, he's punching a whale in the tooth, and he's, he's out there shrimping death. And, you know, he's, like, just doing all sorts of weird shit underwater. Like, the idea of Calvin just getting to know the sea first, right? Right. Like fuck, he sees a starfish. It hits a little too close to home. He jacks that up, squeezes an urchin until it's complete. You know, it's just great. He's down there swimming around and kicking ass and fucking everybody up. Squeezes the, the fit- an urchin until it's complete. That sounds like an intro to our show. <laughs> yeah, and and the fishermen don't see this. They just see. It. They look and they look at. And Jake Gyllenhaal looks like you know the prom queen in there. He's got viscous shit all over his face and stuff. And they're like. He's dead now, but I guess nothing weird happened. Nobody thinks oh, so. They, they think it was a space accident. They think he just had didn't want to wear a seatbelt on the way down. Yeah, like maybe on upon reentry he had a nasal problem or something. So I was going to spin off what I was talking about as Calvin mis- is maybe misunderstood. The sequel is is him like trying to you know get to some arrival type person like you know from like what's her face from arrival, get the communication out and just trying to clear his name. You talking you know, about Lin- like, Lindsay Krause? No, not that arrival. Um, oh, damn. What's her face? Uh, Amy Adams. Know, Amy Adams. You know that she was. You know how she's doing sign language to those aliens, or she's. You know she's communicating them with her, holding billboards over her. You know, poster board over her head and stuff. So he's trying to find someone like that to say, "Look, this guy was trying to. This guy was trying to zoom into deep space to commit suicide. I, I, I recorrected. I recorrected course and came here. <laughs> I saved his life. And he's like trying to say that you know Rebecca Ferguson." Her character's zooming out. She's in space. Like, something hell happened. Get her. She might die out there, you know? And all the crew's still asleep aboard the space station. He doesn't understand mm-hmm. that he murdered them so violently. Yeah. And it's just the whole movie's about him trying to clear his name. And at the end, he's in a courtroom. He's got his little <laughs> suit and tie on. You know, he's got his little translator with him in tears, you know? Like, just... We'll see. I don't know. Does he get off or not? I don't want to spoil it for you. He, he notices one of the jurors looking at him a little 
little differently. And maybe they, after the trial, they hook up. Some courtroom romance is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to spoil it for you, but you want to know the name of my uh, sequel? What's it called? Life in prison. <laughs> okay. Oh, we go away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nice. Does not have a good lawyer. He goes away. He's behind oh. bars. That's oh, man. He's in, they're like, we're putting you in the hole. And, he, and then he finds out the hole is filled with oxygen and he shits himself. All right. <laughs> this works. <laughs> and then he gets an imaginary tiger. So look, you're in the movie. You're a character in this shit. You right. get to be a part of life. What, what shape does your performance take? Such a good question. Character in this one? Me get to be, I imagine you get to be an astronaut if you, if you really want Not to. Not me, be. baby. I'm nestled in one of those other sample nooks. And another, yeah. another piece of Mars dirt is my microscopic ass. And I'm just waiting for somebody to open that up and, and throw some electricity into me, you know, because to wake me out. Because mm -hmm. I, I got ganglia for days. I got filaments and shit coming out of me, too. I'd like to think maybe, you know, they go, they go salvage what's left of the space station. They find some of that Mars dirt. Maybe I'm in there. If not, I know what's going to happen. You put a little electric, a little protein, you change the heat. You'll see a giant... You'll see a giant globe of spinning penises. That's me. I'm, I'm just like a hundred dicks on a on a round surface spinning around, just mm -hmm. like a mid mid air, like a beholder, just swinging peep. I'm never going to eat anybody in my life harmless. Yeah, yeah. I just Good. I spin. I, I I I live and die on kinetic energy. I just spin and let them fly. I'm I love all, this character. All name. muscle. Does the school name you? Yeah. North Egg is the school that picks me, so I don't know what I got. I got the short, the short shrift. There's the North Egg spinning dicks, you know. And does uh, North Egg and Calvin ever come into contact or no? Probably. I'd like to think that we're mortal enemies on Mars, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. But I like that, you know, because they allude to the fact that back oh. in the day, Calvin dominated Mars. That was the dominant, you know, apex. Sure creature on mars i was of subservient i would just uh you know these characters back in the old days uh, i would just sit there and spin my dick and hope that calvin didn't come interact with me sure you know? yeah i'd be like um a super calvin super fan on the ground like on earth <clears throat> and just thrilled that there's an alien creature and you know i get my calvin poster up in my room and just like every you know and everybody's thrilled that this is like we've discovered life this is so meaningful they're selling out of these posters of you know, this little blob in the middle, you know, and it's, you know, and like kind of pink, um, huge pink, like kind of bubble letters, Calvin, you know, mm -hmm. just a close up of his little, you know, before he went absolutely ape, <laughs> just looking cute under the microscope. And I'm just a super fan. I just fall. I'm listening to the podcast. I'm just taking all the news in. And then it just starts. News starts to get a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. can't can't reach the space station when they when they do get some news it's not good some of the crew's dead it probably calvin there but the posters start coming down nick or worldwide the posters start coming down except one fan puts another poster up you know what i'm saying i get more of a i'm more of a fan that this is happening i'm thrilled i can't wait yeah um, it's like when your favorite wrestler suddenly becomes the heel it's still exactly. still your favorite wrestler Right. Yeah. I, this, this turn doesn't phase the, you know, I'm, I'm, and then I make excuses too. Right. If you're in Calvin's presence, you better know what to do. You know, it's not his fault. He's just, look, he's just doing what comes naturally. Yeah. You know, can't blame him. So that's me. I'd be the super fan and never deterred.
even right. when I'm getting hollowed out, <laughs> still still fine with it. That's sort of kind of the end game, right? I mean, like most people that are like really obsessive fanatics, their goal is to get, get killed by the per- thing they're obsessed with. You think that's the end game? Yeah, I think to, just to give in more, give in their mortal, you know, frame to that to that force. Yeah. That's a huge zoom. Yeah. Uh, look, you're on an island. You've been floating at sea for all these years, collecting debris from various films, and now it's time to take something from life. I did the only thing I could do. Took Calvin. The only thing I could take from this film. I add another wing on to my little personal domicile, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt bad, you know, because I think about think about this island, right? Plenty of food sources, great weather, an abundance of water, natural, you know, great. You get good rays, you know, you get if you want to get some sun. Beautiful place. Perfect place to start a family or to, you know, do whatever. So uh I've got the wife and kid of of Gorgeous. newborn kid and the wife or May. Yeah. The child, I think. M E I, yeah. That nu- nuclear family. I, I I have brought them there and I'm gonna raise the that child as my own. Teach teach him how to hunt or or her how to hunt and fish and you know, clean up Georgie's you know tracksuit his little ra- his raincoat whatever you know mm-hmm. everything's great and then the mom is there you know she's a bonus so I, I just make sure that they have a good life ahead of them because you know the the legal work in sorting out the, the mess from this catastrophe up in space they'll be mm-hmm. mired in red tape for decades it's like let me just pluck them out of that uncomfortable situation and give them a brilliant home in my little island you're welcome folks well that's awesome i'm i'm taking i know what i'm taking that two words let's hear it white socks <laughs> and let me i'm just gonna add this do you ever walk around on a beach in socks no never it's in my feeling it's you've a good done feeling. it you've done it yeah of course it's a good feeling it's, it's, zoom it's in. a huge missed opportunity you don't want anybody seeing you do it because it looks ridiculous but it's super it's it feels good it like you know you kind of it get, does it doesn't necessarily maybe you want to do a little surf and turf, go barefoot, and you don't want to do barefoot first and then socks. That's fucked up. But do socks first and then take them off. You get none of the, it's first. it's the worst of both worlds. What are you talking about? It's amazing because you you're you're not experiencing you're not experiencing the greatness of the sand, but you're also not experiencing the greatness of not getting your feet burnt. You get the worst of both worlds. Let's get the best. It's, I'm telling you, is I know you go to the beach more than I do. You should just just try it for me. Do something for me finally, just once, just once. We need to go. We need me. to go beach socking sometime. We do together. Yeah, let's go beach socking. Oh, man, we're getting we're hitting that age too. They're getting up there where we start looking weird on the beach, like just like people avert their eyes, like oh, what are those two old guys doing? What are those you know? two old guys wearing socks with metal detectors doing over there? 